So Ecclesiastes chapter 1, and starting reading at verse 1. This is God's word. The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What profit has a man from all his labour, in which he toils under the sun? One generation passes away and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. The sun also rises and the sun goes down and hastens to the place where it arose. The wind goes towards the south and turns around to the north. The wind whirls about continually and comes again on its circuit. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. To the place from where the rivers come, there they return again. All things are full of labour. Man cannot express it. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. That which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. There is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which it may be said, see, this is new? It's already been in ancient times before us. There is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of things that are to come by those who will come after. Amen. Well, we thank God for this reading from his truth and we're going to pray and ask for God's help to understand it. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Our gracious God, we thank you that all of scripture is God-breathed and is useful for correction and rebuking and training us in righteousness so that we, each one of us, may be thoroughly equipped we pray, Heavenly Father, that you would help us today, that you would help us by the power of your Holy Spirit to understand what it is you're saying to each one of our hearts. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm sure you've heard it as many times as I have already. There's a queer stretch in the evenings. And if you look around you carefully, you, you'll see the buds coming on the trees. You'll see the daffodil shoots beginning to come through the ground. You don't even need to look very hard to see the snowdrops are coming up. It's a sure and certain thing to say that spring is on its way. And aren't we glad to see spring coming? Before you know it, Easter is going to be here. And, and then after that, summer's round the corner. Before long, it'll be back to school. And then it's harvest. And then Christmas isn't far away. After that, we'll have spring 2024. And then summer, autumn, winter, spring, summer, autumn, winter, spring, summer, autumn, winter, and so on and so on. Round and round the years go. Why are we happy 
to see spring come. It's only going to drift by us. Blink an eye and spring will be gone again. It's all pointless. Isn't it? It's, it's meaningless. It's vanity. Year on year, it's the same. We have to admit that the pattern, well, it's replicated in our lives, our daily lives. The, the weeks go round and round, always heading for Saturday. And then Sunday prepares us, doesn't it, for the week ahead. And Monday morning is always coming. No matter how hard you've worked the week before, it doesn't stop Monday from coming. You can't stop the sun from rising. You can't stop from having to get up and to do it all again tomorrow. Animals need fed. Cows need milked. Homework needs done, laundry needs folded, lunches need packed. On and on it goes, never ending. And we can't do one single thing to stop it. It's pointless, meaningless. It's all vanity. I'm sure you're glad you came out to church this morning. But that is the world we live in, isn't it? We're, we're born, we're, we're placed on this hamster wheel of same old, same old, and we can't get off until we die. And so I've titled this series and this sermon, What's It All About? And that's the question that Ecclesiastes seeks to answer. What is it all about? The big questions, life, the universe, and everything. There's also the little questions like, do we have enough milk for tomorrow's breakfast? Or am I going to have to run to the shop before I go to bed? This book of the Bible is immensely relevant to our lives today. And the main reason for that we read in verse 9 of chapter 1, there is nothing new under the sun. Nothing new. It's all the same. This book was written thousands of years ago, but it's still powerful for our lives today. There's nothing new under the sun. The seeming futility of life, the, the fact that we can work as hard as we like, but we can never hold back the sun from rising or the leaves from falling. Oh, that's not new to us. We feel it in our everyday lives, but it's not new to us. It's not a, a busy, postmodern 21st century kind of thing. People have always felt this. Throughout the ages of the world, we read it in a, a book that's thousands of years old. And yet this book also presents us with hope. It doesn't leave us in the despair of the rat run, repeating over and over and over again. Instead, it teaches us that life can and life does have meaning. We just have to realise that there's more to it than this world. In his really helpful commentary on Ecclesiastes, David Gibson has the tagline that Ecclesiastes is about learning to live by preparing to die. 
This opening chapter of Ecclesiastes, which we have before us today, is all about life in this world. And as I've said, it's as fresh in our ears today as when it was written thousands of years ago. It's honest, it's realistic, and ultimately it's true. This is the truth of God. It's presented to us perhaps in a way that we might not be used to. So we're going to dig in and we're going to see what we can learn from the preacher. The book opens with this shocking line. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher. Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. All of it. Everything. All of life as you know it. All is vanity. Some translations use the word meaningless. But, but I think to, to capture the essence of the Hebrew, I want us to tease it out a wee bit. The point of this word vanity is that life is fleeting. Life is repetitive. And life is futile. So we're going to look at each one of these in turn. First of all, life is fleeting. Anyone who has experience of life or death knows this to be true. Life is a blink and you miss it kind of thing. And the older you get, the more clear this point becomes to us. It seems like no time ago that I was a teenager. You feel that? And then I, I thought my 20s were going to last forever. Well, here I am looking down the length of the next year and soon I'll be turning 40. Where did the years go? How is it? How is it that I have two sons aged 10 and 7? Where did those years go? Can you believe that I've been the minister here for over three years? Time just flits and flies away from us. That's what the preacher means when he says everything is vanity. It's fleeting. David Gibson gives the picture of a, a puff of smoke. You, you know when you blow out a candle? There's, there's a puff of smoke. It, it's real. It's tangible. We see it. But almost as soon as we see it, it's gone. In the grand scheme of things, that's your life. The psalmist portrays this for us in a, a psalm which we often sing, Psalm 103. Verses 15 and 16 of Psalm 103 say this. As for man, his days are like grass. As a flower of the field, so he flourishes, for the wind passes over it and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. Our lives are like the blossom of the snowdrops. It's there for a brief time. It's wonderful. And then before you know it, it's gone. You can observe this as you walk in and out of church each Sunday. and see the snowdrops, but we can also see the headstones, these graves. Each headstone is a person. 
Someone who lived a life, a life with dreams and ambitions. A life with joys and sadnesses, love and loss. A life that, that had some sense of the time in which it was living. But now they're gone. They're not around to tell us the tale. One generation passes away and another generation comes in behind it. Life is fleeting for each one of us. It's vanity. It's like, a, it's like a puff of smoke. It's real. It's genuine. But it passes away as quickly as it has appeared. There's more. Life isn't only fleeting. Life is repetitive. We've mentioned some of this already, but isn't life just the same thing over and over again? Look at verses 5 to 7 of chapter 1. The sun rises, the sun sets. And then the next day, it does the same thing all over again. The tides go out and the tides come in. Out and in, out and in, and nothing is ever achieved. Life in this world, it's, it's like running on a treadmill. Running and running and running, but not actually getting anywhere. The wind and the waters, that's the same as the sun. They go round and round. It's painful in its monotony. And the Bible is saying today, this is your life. Every day you get out of bed and go to work to make some money. You make money so that you can buy bread, so that you can have strength to go out to work to make money to buy bread, to have strength to go out to work to make money to buy bread, and so on and so on. The same old, same old. Does it ever feel like you're getting ahead of yourself? Does it ever feel like you're making progress? You ever felt like that? It doesn't last long, does it? You cut the grass and it grows again. You rake the leaves, they fall again. You pull the weeds and they grow again. Let's move out of the garden. You change the nappy, it will be dirty again. And most of us don't actually face up to this reality. Most of us, instead of realising the repetition of life, we bury our heads in the sand and we say, one day it'll be different. One day it's going to get better. If we have a busy week, we convince ourselves next week will be quieter. You ever said that? Don't worry about the week after that. We live for the, the brief change that's brought about in, in our lives by the weekend. A break in routine. But each weekend's the same as the weekend before. And it's over all too soon. We in our house have booked our summer holidays in the last couple of weeks. And we're really looking forward to them. But isn't the truth that one day those summer holidays will be over? And so the repetition that we see in nature, as demonstrated by the preacher in this, in this passage of Ecclesiastes, the sun, the wind, the water, that same cycle over and over again, 
We see it in our own lives, personally. One commentator, Ian Provan, says this. He says, the massive reality of creation thus critiques the aspirations of all those tiny mortal beings who stand within creation as transient creatures. There is no reason to assume that individuals should gain from their toil when creation as a whole does not. There is no reason to assume that individuals should gain from their toil when creation as a whole does not. Folks, you have been on this world a lot less time than the sun has been rising and setting. What makes you think that you're going to change anything? The whole of creation is on a loop. Same old, same old, over and over and over. Why do we think that we're any different? Look at verse 3. What profit has a man from all his labour in which he toils under the sun? Maybe you think you're making money. Maybe you think you're making a difference. That's going to be gone in a thousand years' time. It's going to be gone in a hundred years' time. I want to read a section from the minutes of the Jarrett's Pass Congregational Committee from 100 years ago last month. I don't have any minutes from the Kings Mills Congregational Committee. Otherwise, I would have looked at those as well. Let me see. Here we are. The committee met in the session room. The Reverend James Mulligan in the chair. Others present were Messrs. R.W. Henry, Martin Liggett, Willie Lockhart, Joseph McCullough, L. Henry and Joe Ferris. Now, if you know anyone in Jarrett's Pass, those are the exact same names as there are today. The secretary, Mr. Ferris, was to see about some coconut matting for the upper church and also about window blinds for the session room. Do you see the repetitiveness of life? The more things change, the more they stay the same. Now, there is no doubt that that these men were doing something good for the church. But where's that coconut mat now? Or where are the blinds for the session room for that matter? They're gone. Forgotten. They needed replaced. Ecclesiastes says that's what our lives are like. On the cycle goes. Fleetingness. Repetitiveness. Have you had enough yet? It's not easy to hear. But there's no denying that it's true. We have one more. Life is fleeting. Life is repetitive. And life is futile. Again, the picture of a puff of smoke is helpful. It's real. It's tangible. You see the smoke rise? Just try and grab a hold of it. It's gone. It's elusive. It's, it's futile. It, it'll just slip through your fingers. That's what life is like. 
The rivers run into the sea, but the sea never gets full. What an image. What a picture. Think about the volume of water gushing down a river, rushing over the rapids. It all ends up in the sea, and yet the sea cannot be filled. This is a picture of our lives. Look at verse 8. The eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. Just think of the things that we pump into our ears and our eyes, and yet they're never filled, are they? Our appetite for more is never satisfied. We want to see the next episode of the TV show. Apps like Instagram and YouTube and TikTok and Facebook and Twitter, that's evidence for us. There's just endless scrolling. And I mean endless, from one short video to the next and the next and the next. And we tell ourselves, I need to get off this and do something productive. We still end up wasting hours of time. the, The teaching of the preacher in Ecclesiastes is actually, there isn't really any point in continuing to scroll or in stopping scrolling. Both are equally futile. You'll never be satisfied. You'll never actually accomplish anything of lasting or meaning significance. Either way, life is futile. Meaningless, meaningless. It's all meaningless. All is vanity. Again, we we try to convince ourselves that this isn't true that we can accomplish something with our efforts and our work. Preacher talks about this in verse 10. Do you see it? We say, see, this is new. But no, it's been in ancient times before us. There's nothing new. You might think you're accomplishing something great or something meaningful. It's been done before. And it's been forgotten about. Even if we accomplish all of our dreams and all of our desires, I can almost guarantee that we're going to still be left feeling empty and unsatisfied. Our lives are like the oceans. We can't be filled with the things that this world can offer. There's nothing new under the sun. So even if you get that new car or that new house or the new contract, Even if you you sign tomorrow to start up front for Man United. It's not going to fill the emptiness that you feel. We fool ourselves into, into thinking that the next thing will give us significance. Getting promoted. Raising good children. Seeing more people in the church. If only I can accomplish more then I'll be satisfied. The preacher of Ecclesiastes says, no, you won't. No, you won't. There's nothing new under the sun. Nothing under the sun can do that for you. And friends, that's the point. That's the point of this chapter. There's nothing under the sun that can stop our lives from being fleeting and repetitive and futile. Here's the kicker. 
There's something above the sun. There is something above the sun. There is a way for life to be eternal and new every morning and filled with meaning, satisfaction and joy. Life is fleeting. But trusting in Jesus gives us everlasting life. He's been given to this world. He's come under the sun to rescue his people. And by trusting in him, we can know a life that isn't fleeting. A life that is everlasting. Knowing that life in this world is fleeting, that might be exactly what you need to hear today. Because it's only when you realise, it's only when you realise that this life is going to end, that you'll look to Jesus for the eternity that he can offer. It's so important to know that we will die someday. Don't bury your head in the sand. Don't bumble your way through life thinking someone else is going to get cancer, not me. None of us knows when our life will end. But we do know that it will end. There's no hope for you under the sun. Don't look under the sun. Look to the one who made the heavens and the earth. Find this wonderful truth that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Looking to Jesus ends the humdrum and the monotony. There's nothing new under the sun, but his mercies are new every morning. The psalmist observed the same world as the preacher of Ecclesiastes. They, They both looked at the same world. And yet the psalmist doesn't see the same thing. The preacher sees the monotony, the sun rising and setting over and over again. The psalmist proclaims the rising of the sun is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, which rejoices like a strong man to run its race. Psalmist sees the sun not as repetitive, but as a miracle of God's mercy. So that from the rising of the sun to its going down, the Lord's name is to be praised. Far from being same old, same old. While our world might seem repetitive for us today under the sun, this world is not going round in circles. This world is headed somewhere. This world is heading towards the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. One day he will proclaim over the new heavens and new earth, behold, I make all things new. On that day, we will know what it is to dwell with God forever. God himself will be with us as our God. And he will wipe away every tear from our eyes. There shall be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. There shall be no more pain, for those former things will have passed away. 
And so friends, if you want a life which is meaningful, a life which is not vain, a life which is the opposite of futile, filled with joy and satisfaction, you need to look to the one who made the sun, the one who causes the tides to roll in and out. There's an old hymn which goes like this. Heaven above is softer blue, earth around is sweeter green, something lives in every hue Christless eyes have never seen. Birds with gladder songs o'erflow, flowers with deeper beauty shine, since I know, as now I know, I am his and he is mine. Through Christ, the humdrum futility and fleetingness of this life is no more. Under the sun, all is vanity. So look above the sun to find meaning, satisfaction and joy in this life and forever. Let me pray for us.